The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ron Schmelzer. And my goodness, there's been so much news and everything around AI. It's almost hard to get people's attention these days. And it's almost hard. You might be thinking, can you say new stuff about AI? And the answer is, of course. There's always new things. And part of the reason why I think we really have not only enjoyed producing and doing this podcast for you, but it's also we enjoy hearing back from you about the various things that you're interested in. And I think because there's so much news out there, because there's so much hype about AI, uh, I think part of the reason why AIT is going still so strong is because, you know, we like to give it to you the real story. We like to give you the real truth. We're not very hype focused. We don't go chasing the latest news. We really try to distill what it actually means for you. Exactly. Because we want you to find benefit and value from this podcast, whether you're listening to it when it first comes out or a year from now. And when you chase that news, you know, the current events, it can be great for a day. I don't know. Sometimes the news changes so fast that it's, you know, uh, relevant today and not relevant in the next hour. So that is not what we want to do on AI Today. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to AI Today so you can get notified of all of our upcoming episodes. We also have started producing and publishing a weekly newsletter, and I'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, You can find it on our LinkedIn, or you can go to our Cognolytica page and sign up for it there, where you'll get insights on all of the uh, current news that uh, we tag, you know, relevant news in that. And then we also share a list of upcoming places that we will be speaking at. So if you're interested in either seeing us in person or virtually online, I encourage you to register for that. And as a little plug, the AI Today podcast is coming to Austin, Texas for South by Southwest, March 8th through 11th, 2024. So if you are listening to this live and you'll be at South by Southwest, definitely reach out to us. We'd love to see you there. But for today's podcast, we wanted to talk about a topic that We've talked about in the past a little, but it is still a thing, it is still a problem, and it is called pseudo-AI, or sometimes people also call it AI washing. But we wanted to spend some time on today's podcast going over what it is, why it still is a thing, and why it really is a problem. Yeah, and the interesting thing about all of these different issues around AI is you might think that maybe only small companies or like, you know, emerging companies have to play tricks around AI. But no, it actually happens that the very largest companies fall into the very same traps, do some of the very same misdeeds that even the smallest startups do. So let's start with this idea of pseudo AI and what is it? We've had other podcasts where we talked about it, but there's a reason why it keeps coming back up in the news. And I think one of those, the corest issues of this is that AI is still very hypey. It's, you know, people can announce something about AI and they will get news. It gets attention. You know, maybe mobile doesn't get any much attention anymore. Heck, maybe just social media doesn't even get that much attention unless you're on the other side of a congressional inquiry. It doesn't really get that much attention. The internet does. So what's getting the attention these days? AI. And you could put AI on just about anything and you will get 
the press attention and, you know, press attention, you can convert into all sorts of stuff. You can convert it to customers buying stuff. You can convert it to your stock price going up. You can convert it to, I guess, personal ego, whatever you want to convert it to. And it comes up because, well, we've been seeing companies basically pretending that they have some AI capability in their product when actually it's a person, like a real live human being, mm -hmm. pretending to be that machine. And mm -hmm. that's the idea of uh, pseudo-AI. Exactly. So pseudo-AI at a high level is just when a company or a product claims that AI is being used for a specific task or feature, but in reality, it's people doing that task. So when we talk about AI, we say it's machines that think and act like people, especially uh, you know, the goal of artificial intelligence. But pseudo-AI is people that pretend to be machines that think and act like people. And that can be a real issue for many different reasons. Because, you know, why why are we having people pretending and why are companies faking this? So recently, Tesla has gotten caught up in pseudo AI where they debuted their Optimus humanoid robot. Maybe you've heard about this or seen some of the videos that have been going. Holding T-shirts or something like that. It was like some sort of weird, you know task that I was doing. Yeah. And, you know, people are like, oh, wow, look at this. This is cool. Sometimes people just look at this. It's kind of gimmicky, hypey. Um, they, Boston Dynamics, they were um, doing that a few years ago. They put out these videos and they would have robots dancing to different songs. And you were like, oh my gosh, look at this. Look at how, look at how, you know, fun this is. But then you kind of like go one level deeper and you're like, why are you sharing this? Like, what is the actual benefit of having these robots that can just dance to these different songs? So um, people that were observant said, hey, what's going on? And they saw that there was a human alongside the robot performing these actions with a VR glove or a similar device. So you may be going, okay, well, why was Tesla doing this? Were they doing this because they really, you know, have these AI capabilities and people were wrong? Or are they doing this because that's where they want to go? So they're saying, well, look, this is where we're going. So what's the big deal right now? Uh, this is where we want to go. And we talk about these, you know, glass half full folks. And they say, well, look, maybe these human assisted AI activities are just meant to show what these companies can do. And it's something cool. And yeah, they don't have it right now, but they're going to get to it. And this is the ultimate goal. So like, leave them alone. And glass half empty folks are saying, hold on a second. Why do you have to fake this? And is this really just a ploy to gin up your stock price, which is uh, what happened with Tesla? What do you know? Their stock price went up after this humanoid robot was released and pretending to do these tasks, saying that it was a, you know, an AI robot. Right, because you go, hey, look, we got this cool robot that can do these cool things. It's not yet available to the public, so you can't buy it. Maybe now, maybe not next year, maybe not the year after that. But we're going to show it to you now anyways. Whenever that happens, you could say whenever there's like this big gap between something cool being shown, right, especially when it's a very controlled video, and you can only see the guy's hand on the very side just like swiping just at the same time that the robot's making that same swiping motion. Hmm, what a coincidence. Uh, you know, and you're thinking, wait a second here. This is this kind of looks like a trick. And, you know, hey, Elon Musk, sometimes he does like to play tricks. There was a there was an event a couple of years ago where they wanted to show off the humanoid robot. And it was literally a person 
wearing this robotic suit. And it was obvious it was a joke because at, at, like near the end of the press conference, the, the robot started dancing and, and he's like, ah, the joke's on you press. You guys will write anything that I talk about. You know, the, you guys, you guys are the problem, not me. I'm just, I'm just showing you stuff. It's up to you to, but, but that's disingenuous. I'll tell you why. Another company that's recently got into trouble is Waymo and people re, uh, realize that there are actually humans who are monitoring these cars and helping them navigate the streets. So, so it's like, maybe these aren't fully, they're branded as being fully autonomous, but but there's humans assisting, maybe not 100% of the time, but like a good percentage of the time. And, and I think this is a real issue because what it does is most people aren't really paying that much attention. They see they go, I saw a robot dancing. I saw a car self-driving. Therefore, Cars can self-drive. Therefore, robots can fold laundry. I guess that's a problem. So, but it's an issue. It's a real problem because it causes all these other concerns about what AI is really capable of, what it's not capable of. And of course, it, fooling people, that doesn't prove anything. And it can get you into some real trouble. Exactly. So, you know, there are issues with this. And actually, this has become such an issue that the SEC is warning of the harm that faking AI can cause investors in U.S. securities law. So they are definitely aware of this. They're going to start paying attention because the use of fake AI, you know, the pseudo AI, really, it poses some real threats. Um, and this is for everybody across the board. So for these large organizations, for smaller organizations, for individuals as well, one issue is that it is misleading customers. Pseudo-AI creates this false impression that your product's capabilities are up to a certain level, and it can lead companies to exaggerate on their capabilities of their products. And, you know, it, it can get easy to get caught up in this because you can feel the pressure and you want to you want to act like you're forward leaning and, you know, act like you have some of these capabilities. Maybe you're really close to having it and you're feeling pressure of getting something out on the market or you want to see how it's going to perform. So you say, well, let me just get it out there. But if you're not actually disclosing that there's a human in the loop or that this may not be fully autonomous, you're creating a lot of distrust and misleading people. And when you get caught out, it can have a lot of harm on your brand's reputation, on customers' trust in the long term, and also a lot of you know negativity for the AI industry as well. Yeah. I mean, a good example of this is that uh, Tesla, I want to call it Tesla again because it's just so notable here. Like They've been promising full self-driving FSD for a long time. And even though if like you kind of read the fine print, you know, like, well, maybe it's like not really fully autonomous. You still have to do it. People believe what they see and they're like, they go to sleep in their car or they start doing things they're not supposed to in their car with themselves or other people or whatever, reading books, playing games, you know, enjoying themselves in the backseat. Who the heck knows what? And of course, what happens? The car crashes and and, and th there's an issue. They, they die. And they go, well, I saw that in a video that they were showing me full self-driving. Well, it's like, well, what if I, what if there was a big disclaimer in the bottom? It said, humans may be driving this car. First of all, if you have a disclaimer, people be like, well, then what's the big deal? Then humans are driving cars all the time. That's not an innovation, right? And then also, <laughs> yeah. oh, but that's the truth, right? And people, and and I think people, this is still AI is so hypey 
that I think, you know, a very large percentage of the time, I think you should go into every interaction being distrustful, especially when it shows big claims that it's actually showing what it does. Uh, Google had this issue too. They had some some uh, thing where they were drawing and, and the drawings weren't actually, you know, being generated by machines. Uh, I would say, I'm going to put this out there, everybody. Okay, this is going to be a little controversial. So I'm just going to put it out there. You know those videos that you're watching with opening eye with these self-generated videos? What if I told you that a human was involved in generating some of them? I'm not, I'm not saying that necessarily it was. Not necessarily. Maybe they were 100% autonomously generated by their state-of-the-art system. But they're a little too amazing, aren't they? What if I told you that there was a possibility that it was human-assisted in some way? Mm-hmm. With, especially with the music. If you've ever... If you've ever played with Eleven Labs, it's not always perfect the first time. And quite frankly, neither is AI-generated art. So how much, right, how much human intervention has been in those videos that they're promoting to get them out to look like they are so absolutely amazing that you could do this the first time? And it would be like, you know, professional level quality. That's why we're not like going, oh my God, look at OpenAI, look at Sword. Everybody, first of all, everybody else is doing that. You can listen to 500 podcasts and read 2,000 articles and I'll tell you the same thing, but no one's actually saying, well, wait a second, how many times have we been fooled before? Mm-hmm. And the answer is not 100% of the time, but also not 0% of the time. So well, I'm so going to- The problem is it's hard to find it, right? It's hard to catch this issue because it needs to get exposed, right? These companies are never going to come out and say, well, we're doing pseudo AI, we're doing AI washing. No way are they going to come out and say that. It's when they're getting caught. So how many other things are going on where there's still humans in the loop and there's actually humans doing this and you're pretending that it's AI when it's actually not? That that you're never going to know. And I think the big, the, for us, the the red flag is is sometimes when it looks really too good to be true. And then second, all, <laughs> second, when it's not actually available, that's the, se- the second tip is like you as a user, you know that you can't actually access technology. Now, look, I don't want to make any claims, false claims or, or untrue claims that what we're seeing is fake. They could quite likely be real. All we are saying is that there have been many instances, even by these large companies, where they said full self-driving was real. They said that that robot was real. It's like, well, they could have just zoomed out and they could have shown the person holding the glove and you would have seen that that robot was not folding its own laundry, but they don't. And I think I just encourage you all a little bit of critical thinking to think about it and then go try it for yourself. And if you're saying, why is my stuff not working as well as their stuff? Don't immediately think that you're doing something wrong. Maybe you should think, well, maybe that video was human-assisted in some way. Exactly. And I I think this sort of comes to this this next point about pseudo-AI is that when people realize and discover that things are not as autonomous or as AI-capable as they are, people lose trust. They lose trust. And, you know, companies over-deliver, uh, over-promise, sorry, and under-deliver all the time. This is the cause of most most of the AI winters. People are also scared of AI. So when they start seeing, like, autonomous bots folding laundry, and they're thinking, oh, my goodness, we're, like, one step away from that bot knocking on my door with a police, you know, thing and, you know, being autonomous. People might think that we're, like, inches away from something when we might actually be miles away from something. And that you you just enhance their fears of something that they shouldn't necessarily be be afraid of, right? Of course, you have issues of like trust and data. We talked about this also. There was a company called ID.me that was saying that they were using facial recognition for their ID thing, but they really weren't. 
And it's like, look, of all the things to fake, facial recognition is not one of the best ones because people are, don't like it. So saying that you're using it when you're really not, you're you're probably better off saying we're not actually taking your face and, you know, we're we're using some database, but maybe you would have gotten into some uh, trouble. You know, this is this is the problem with pseudo AI. I think AI pushes people too much yeah. to this to the limit of or maybe what's they real. wouldn't have gotten the deal. You know, where it's like, well, we don't want just a general database. We already have that. We don't need a new vendor for that. And you go, oh, well, like Ron said at the beginning, let me sprinkle a little AI in this. And now suddenly you can win deals. Yes. And and I, I think that's the other issue is that the FTC and the SEC are looking at this because it stifles innovation. It, it's When people are truly trying to work on the problem, they're thinking, wow, this problem is really hard. I don't know how to solve this problem. Next thing you know, five minutes later, you're seeing a video on LinkedIn or wherever, on Facebook, or whatever your plot, TikTok, and you're thinking, how the heck are they doing that? I've been working on this problem for years, and I haven't been able to figure out. They're out there cranking it, and you think, well, problem solved. I might as well just give up, because I'm not going to be able to beat XYZ company at this game. When you're realizing, oh, wait a second, wait a second, that wasn't, that they didn't actually, they, they couldn't actually solve the problem, so they had a human, oh, mm -hmm. right? I mean, yeah. what, what is it? Companies who are working, trying to actually get cars to be completely 100% fully uh, autonomous, not realizing that even the best name in the game is using humans to help those cars. You know, what can I exactly. say? Exactly. And this leads to another issue with pseudo AI is that it really can stifle innovation. And you may say, well, you know, why is that? And it's for some of the reasons that we just said, because when you're faking it, and you're pretending that you have these AI-enabled products when you don't, and it's actually humans doing it, it can deter investment from other projects. It can also make interest in genuine innovation and research in this field decline because maybe people are like, well, this is a solved problem. I don't need to do this anymore. Or, you know, while they're actually doing it and they're like, no, this is an actually really hard problem. Like, how did these companies figure this out without you? Also, investors and stakeholders may become weary of these claims now, you know, that you say that you have these AI capabilities. So it can potentially lead to a decrease in funding and support, you know, maybe some R&D efforts. It, it's just it's not good for the market because you're basically faking it and you're saying that, you know, these this AI technology can do things that humans are doing when it's actually humans that are doing it. And you're like, what is going on? So you have to be mindful of that and you have to say, you know, how is this going to affect you if you're doing this pseudo AI and how is it going to affect the broader industry as a whole as well? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, the other other point here, you know, I talk about all this is that, you know, really for you, you know, what does this really mean for you? You know, and I, and I think we tell you, it's like, don't make fake AI claims. If you if you are under the gun, like you're building a project, you may not be building a, an autonomous vehicle. You might not be doing AI video generation from scratch. You may not be building a humanoid robot, but maybe you're building something that has to do like some claims processing thing, or maybe something that has to do some image recognition thing. And you might be thinking, wow, we're running into all these problems, but I've hit this, you know, I've hit this wall, but I have a, I have a commitment. So you might be thinking, well, maybe, maybe I'll just have a, maybe I'll, I'll, you know, go get some outsourced firm and I'll have them do a little bit, a little bit of the work. You know, we got the AI doing like 80%, but maybe I got my humans doing 20% and they go, problem is solved, right? I, I have, I have my AI solution here, quote unquote, you don't see my finger quotes here, but I have my AI solution, but really it's human assisted. 
don't do that because it's not going to end well unless you unless you truly feel like you're just like a couple of months away from actually solving the problem and this is like some sort of stopgap but you don't fool yourself if that truly is the case then okay then you just then you just what you do is you do the right thing you say we are attempting to get the ai system to do this fully on its own but we haven't been able to solve this problem however we believe that it still has a huge amount of value in its current form uh, it's you know solving 80% of the problem. Therefore, it is human-assisted, uh, augmented intelligence system, not an artificial intelligence system. I just want to add to you, if any of you are ever involved in a debate that has to do with positioning an autonomous AI system versus augmented intelligence, augmented intelligence wins every time. Even if the judges don't agree with you, the truth is, is that the future of AI is augmented. And I think this is sort of the proof because the fully autonomous stuff is just so hard that even the best companies on the planet can't make it work. That is the winning debate argument. I know. And when we talk about the seven patterns of AI, we always say the autonomous pattern is the absolute hardest pattern because the goal is to replace the human from the loop. So, you know, you think about these robots that have to perform tasks fully on their own or autonomous vehicles that need to drive and any sort of condition, night or day, all on their own, it's a really hard problem to solve. So, you know, really at the end of the day, pseudo AI, we always say our advice to you, don't fake it until you make it with AI. Uh, it really is harmful. It's harmful to you. It's harmful to your organization. It's harmful to the industry. So just disclose, be honest, be upfront. We're big advocates of you know, full disclosure so that you don't get yourself in any of these jams, especially some of these legal uh, issues and also ethical ones as well. So if you'd like to learn more, we have our trustworthy AI courses where and, and our framework as well and our certification so that you can learn all about trustworthy AI and what you need to do to make sure that you really uh, are covering all the basis so that you don't get caught up in any of these issues. You can, we we have a free Intro to Trustworthy AI course that many of our listeners have taken. And we always love when, when you reach out. So you can go to aitoday.live slash trustworthy and you can take that course. And you can also go to cognolitica.com and find our trustworthy AI certification as well so that you can uh, learn all about the five levels of trustworthy AI and our framework that we've put together and get certified on that. So I'll link to both of those in the show notes as well so that you can just click on it and it'll take you right there. Uh, but, you know, hopefully you have a better understanding now of pseudo AI or what other people call AI washing, why it really is so dangerous and don't don't get caught up on it. You know, it's easy. It's easy to do because it's easy, right? Sometimes doing things the hard way, people always want to find shortcuts. They want to get out faster. And they're like, nah, we're, we're not going to do this. It'll it'll be close enough. Oh, we'll never get caught. Oh, it's not going to be an issue. Oh, we're almost there. And it's like, uh, take a step back and understand what you're really doing. <laughs> Ron mentioned earlier, and we say this all the time, critical thinking, right? You know, put on your critical thinking cap, say, what is this really going to do? And when you're looking at products as well, do the same thing. Dig one level deeper. Say, is this really what I'm seeing or is there something else going on here? And be asking those questions because at the end of the day, this pseudo AI will only hurt the industry. So 
We hope that, you know, we've given you some some things to ponder on this podcast. As always, you can reach out to us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the topic as well. You can engage with us on LinkedIn, uh, either our personal pages or our Cognolytica page. You can go to our website. You can email us at info at Cognolytica.com and just engage. You know, make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already to get notified of all of our upcoming episodes. We're going to be digging into a lot more uh, you know, topics like this. And also I will link to our um, newsletter as well so that you can subscribe to that so you can get updated on all of our weekly thought leadership. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at AIToday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. This sound recording and its contents are copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. Bye.